0: Hi and welcome to the Phil Swallow podcast, episode 125, I've got a good excuse, and then as usual, an appropriate emoji which I always try and tie in. Recording this on Monday the 25th of July, and I'm late, but as in the title, I've got a good excuse, at least I think it is. So hope you're doing well, and here's why I've got a good excuse. Well, last week was partly about the weather, I'll come on to that shortly. but towards the end of the week, what day was it? Thursday, Thursday the twenty first, which normally would be about the time I record the podcast. I mean, I know it started on Wednesdays, but you know, sometimes slips to Thursday, Friday, or whatever. Um, I went to an event in Kennington at uh, Fixation which are uh, kind of mainly pro-serving uh, camera suppliers and uh, repairers and that sort of stuff. They uh, do higher stuff as well. Very good, uh, very good setup there. And I went down there because I wanted to make some inquiries about. Sports lenses and Nikon and stuff. So that was successful. I had a had a good time. There wasn't a lot there for long. It was really busy. Um, and I was just coming out of there. Well, actually, just before I came out of there, uh, Sue, so my wife, noticed that uh, one of my mutual friends was in London, and he was sort of saying, "If anyone's around, meet up for a chat, coffee, whatever." Uh, so she passed that on to me, and I got in touch with said friend, uh, and we met up. So, you know, I'm in Kennington, and and, and I was kind of thinking well he was in the Westminster area I thought well what's the easiest way to do this looked at buses and trains and I thought do you know I'm just going to walk <laughs> it's just done so easy I walked back towards Vauxhall which is where I came from over the bridge by the MI5 building the James Bond one uh, up towards Millbank and cut in towards Westminster it was, it was a doddle um, did lots of good steps on Thursday but while I was walking there I had an email from a guy that uh, an actor that i filmed a year ago, year and a bit, in um, a play that's on YouTube called The Adventures of Venice, uh, one of the Lost Ladies series. And we filmed it in the basement of a kind of rehearsal slash theatre space in London. And what the situation was, was that someone who he was acquainted with wanted to find someone who could film a play. Now... Because he was in it and got access to a copy of it and all that sort of good stuff, he he sort of suggested me he liked the work I'd done. Thank you, Mike. And I got back to him. It was initially. I mean, funny enough, I did have his number, but I went back by email. Anyway, minor minor detail. So he contacted he contacted me on the phone. We had a chat, and he indicated that this wasn't a kind of asking around. There's pretty much a chance that it would be me it was me to refuse um, and I like the sound of it and I mentioned my fee and then I had a call from the uh, producer um, and I had a call from the writer and it all kind of the wheels were in motion um, also some messages, stage messages stage messages, messages with the stage manager and All this is happening when I'm kind of walking through the touristy part of London all around Trafalgar Square and Haymarket and various other places. It was quite funny, really. Diving into shop doorways just to take a phone call and and have a conversation. And most of the real work was done when I got home. But uh, we'd agreed uh, that, yes, I would do it. Um, Now, they've been on the the run of this play called Blue at the White Bear Theatre in Kennington. Uh, Ironically, Kennington was where I was when I actually took the... uh, got the email, which is a bit weird, Um in a sort of non-weird way, anyway, Uh so I, um the run was 12th to the 23rd of July, so I finished Saturday, just gone, and so they said basically it's either that night, or Friday night, or Saturday night, well, that night, I said Saturday weird then, anyway, uh, that night, or that day, I'd put the car in for a service, and hopefully a repair of this network problem, hint they haven't repaired it yet. Um, and I knew it was going to be there overnight. I didn't really have the car. needed a car, ideally, to get to a station and blah, blah, blah. So I said, look, can we go for Friday? Because I know I'm going to get the car back then. And one of my many things on my rapidly growing task list at that point was contact the garage. So you must have the car back um, the following day, even if I have to book it in again then. So that's the that's kind of way I played it. So... I said we will go along Friday and of course I was thinking well should I have a major catastrophe which I didn't obviously plan for uh, then I could have gone back on the last night and filmed it but the purpose of the filming was purely for the writer's personal archive um, it was it was his piece of writing that had gone to a stage in London and he wanted that copy it wasn't going to be shared anywhere um, since I've done it I'm really proud of it so <laughs> I quite like it to be shared in a way the runtime is just under, well, it's about one and three-quarter hours, so it's quite a long piece, even you know for the edit. Um, so anyway, I I spent Thursday night preparing for what I was going to need and testing out a few little technical scenarios, but pretty much knew what my kit list was going to be at the time, so that was fairly straightforward. Um, and then did a bit of that on Friday, although we had one or two things to do during the day on Friday, as well as picking up the car. <clears throat> and... Went along there, Sue, so, excuse me, got a ticket for Sue as well, so that was very nice of them. So we went along there and it was a pretty much a packed house on Friday evening, nice air-conditioned pub theatre above above the pub, lovely pub there. And it was really great. Um, I was just sort of in the corner of the sort of L-shaped seating arrangement, which gave me the best view. And I recorded everything on a fairly wide setting, knowing that I could kind of crop in as required, both to simulate multicam but also just to give myself the best option for edit so basically the camera would have picked up everything and then it's just down to me how I wanted to you know the the, the level of complexity I wanted to apply to the edit and I did some work on that Saturday and f- sent it over yesterday evening um, so hopefully that will be well received um, but it was a completely mad period of days really um, you know, I, I have this model now, which I've mentioned on the podcast in, in previously in the past, that I generally go out to do the stuff that I want to do, whether that's films about airports or walking and talking or heritage walks in the local area, whatever. That's what I set out to do. Um, but if someone comes along saying we, we'd like to commission you to do a piece of work, obviously I'm going to look at that too. Um, but I don't advertise that. It's just how it kind of organically arrives on the lap sort of thing. So um, I was very pleased. I was very pleased. And also with each job, you learn stuff. So there's a couple of little technical things that I learned. Um, One was that even though the microphone, I I used an audio recorder, which has got a kind of mic attachment and it was fine for the job, fine. But it wasn't great. It was fine. High level of fineness. Um, And of course you can edit to kind of manage those things, but I went um, on a furious uh, researching frenzy over the last 24 hours and initially I looked at Rode because I saw they do this stereo mic for ambience and performances and the sort of thing that I was doing Um, but I think it was something like uh, well it was about 160, 170 new and I saw it second hand in a dealer, mint condition for 85, so I was favouring that Uh, and then I started to look at alternatives just to make sure that I wasn't kind of you know that I was doing a good job of researching it and I found a Sennheiser MKE 440 uh, stereo mic and the reviews were excellent the the reviews were also very good quality the way they put some of these reviews together so I go online and it was sort of between 260 and 280 and some places had it 300, 309 which is actually the list price on Sennheiser's site. Didn't really want to pay that much. Go to the second-hand market and I found eBay and another site that I think was the same product that they'd put it onto eBay for. 209 plus £8 delivery. Okay. And it had the name of what was effectively a business. I think they're kind of a musical exchange business you can buy and sell from them based in the South Coast, New Haven. Anyway, decided to do lots of searching, scrolling, 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 scrolling. So a lot of people, I think, give up after two or three scrolls of pages. Um, And when my, my scrolling was rewarded, basically, because what I did was I found the host site who was selling the item for 185 plus delivery. So I thought, well, hang on. If this has to be the same item, I haven't actually checked the eBay listing. It might still be on there, but I probably shouldn't be because I've, you know, I've bought it. But anyway, um, maybe I'll do that live in a minute. So I, I, I decided to go for it and uh, made the per- well did some review. Always look at reviews for the sites. You know, you put the business name and reviews, and then and they were generally okay. The only negative reviews were where people had asked them to sell products and they gave them a price that the seller proposed. Seller didn't like so. So I ordered it, and within no time at all, it was, it's was it been shipped. Here's your email from DPD. It's going to come tomorrow. Uh, it's fantastic service. So why don't I? Because I, I play back these these podcasts most of the time, and I think, how would I, in, in the midst or in the middle of all my other podcasts, how would this land? So I'm going on to my eBay. I've got a message. Oh, no, they're just offering some sort of... They used to offer really good deals for um, s- selling stuff. Ah, okay. (laughs) Ha-ha. Listing ended. Sorry, you missed out on this item. So, the listing ended Monday 25th of July at 2022. Just go to my... Oops, sorry about that noise. Go to my emails. Um payment accepted, order confirmation. So the confirmation of my order was 8.21 and the eBay listing was removed 10 minutes later. I think we can be pretty certain, bearing in mind it's the same company, that that's the product. Now this microphone may not mean much to many people, but uh, it's got the ability to have that broad range of sound. So if you think that you're you're at an event but you don't really want to isolate the person who's right in front of the camera. You want to capture maybe a festival or music or something that's going on. And it can do that. It's almost the... the well, one of the reviewers on, on YouTube said that it's been st- stuck on his camera ever since he bought it because he just loves it. And they're saying, is it the best one ever and all this sort of stuff. So professional level microphone. Um, so I'm really excited to get this because I think it it's slightly cleaner in terms of connectivity when I go to use it next. Um, because it's the right tool for the job, so um, so it's one to have in the bag. And of course, I'm I'm plowing back some of my money that I earned from the the show, the, doing the show the other week, doing the uh, recording. I've now got to find my notes again. Although there are only three lines of notes, you'll be pleased here this week if you even worry about it. So all in all, absolutely love doing that. Uh, would like to do more. Uh, I think it's something that I could offer. Also, I could probably do live streaming. I've never really done that, but it's doable so we'll see if that might happen one day so really really good thank you very much for the opportunity great people great bunch of people um clock school theater company and it was at the white bear theater in london and fringe theaters are great you know we can go out and do these things again and if you're in the london area or even any other sort of largest town where there's like fringe productions being put on professional athlete professional athletes (laughs) professional actors they might be athletes as well uh, but they're very good and uh, well worth the money absolute snip normally I mean the ticket price is here for about, about 14 fourteen, fifteen 15 pounds something like that but there'll be a fraction of West End prices and um, well worth it so the other thing is second thing is of the three uh, record breaking temperatures and they were so we got to 40.2 or 3 or something last week which was what they predicted and in our area just down the road from us we had these big fires now the fires have to start somehow, and that could be a you know a bottle or a plastic or something that just acts as a bit of a magnifying glass. But it, the conditions were so dry; it's like tinderbox. You know, you could you could have had a a spark from anything, something or anything, and it would have you know set a fire off potentially. So, um, I'm meaning to go up there and probably do a little video. Um, may get a chance tomorrow to do that. I'll see. Maybe Sue and I could take a, a wander up there. But, yeah, so we'll we'll see about that, go up there and do a little film. Um, uh, it's just quite tragic that these things happen, but there's, you know, somehow homes, a number of homes were destroyed and some people who just decided to try and call off in water got into trouble and a couple of people lost their lives there. So, you know, it's a worry. We, we're probably going to see more of these. Um, the way we set our house up with pulling down all the blinds, shutting the windows, actually moving a kind of outdoors uh, umbrella and angling it towards a window to sort of block out the sun or away from the window, if you see what I mean um, but it also meant exposed that we've got some areas that still need uh, new blinds and covers so the, the front of the house has got these kind of double glazed frosted sort of port style windows and the heat that came in from those was ridiculous um, incredible, it was like stepping into a greenhouse to get in or out of the house so I did put some old photography backdrops, but they didn't really do a great deal. So I've ordered some um, from Blinds to Go. They're like a clip-on uh, roller blind blackout. So uh, and they're the sort of colour scheme that we've got. So they'll fit in nicely. I've I've fitted some of these before in the house. So the concept is quite good that they fit between the glass and the rubber of your double glazed window. So so yeah, um, you know we learn from these things and uh, we'll continue to learn. So. Yeah, so that was uh, record-breaking temperatures. I think we got to about 38 here. Um, people on social media in some circles think it's a big conspiracy. Uh, oh, isn't it funny how the temperatures, highest temperatures are normally near airports? Well, they're also done on weather stations that have always been near airports. But anyway, and I thought, well, hang on, if it's 38 here, why can't it be 40 just down the road at Gatwick or Heathrow? Anyway, they're nonsense people talking nonsense. And finally, TikTok. So I mentioned in at least the previous podcast, uh, I think it was that one, that I started a TikTok channel just to, I mean, I've put six videos out there just to try stuff out. Um, And in terms of views, it's been quite successful so far. So I've had about 5,000 views of my videos in two weeks, which is probably way more than I ever expected. One was just an intro, a couple have been about parakeets. was about the aircon unit. I didn't even speak in that one. Um, The one that's got the most traction was when I did a little video of Apple CarPlay now being available in my Volvo car, which has been a long missing thing. I can't remember if I mentioned that last time. But yeah, it was just out of the blue. Uh, It just said, oh, software update available includes Apple CarPlay. Downloaded it. You do have to connect your phone, which is a bit of a faff, but it's not the end of the world. But I'm pleased that I've got CarPlay back again. And of course, on the car that I've got it's got a fairly big center screen so it, it shows up nicely in there so yeah I mean you know I think that video alone's got 3,000 of the views um, but I'm very pleased and I'll carry on just dropping the odd little TikTok video uh, my followers are gradually going up but it's been numbers in the teens at the moment likes are well over a hundred um, so pleased it was a bit of an experiment but um, one that seems to have been successful so far Uh, As for the rest of this week, we've got various things to do. Errands, lots of errands. Um, Dentist. I'm going to a talk. Um, I'm going to do some filming in Croydon, all being well on Thursday. Um, We've got curtains being fitted on Friday. Uh, Sue and I are going to Palace on Saturday. And then it all starts again the following Friday with the football season starting. So, yeah. Um, Sue is on her way home from uh, a class in London. She just told me it'd be a good idea to start the potatoes. So I'm now going to go downstairs, prepare some Jersey Royal potatoes, put them on to boil. Um, And a pro tip, you don't always need to boil potatoes for the duration. If you do them in advance, boil them for about, say, up to 10 minutes, switch them off the heat, lid on, they'll carry on cooking and you've saved yourself some gas. Have that tip for free. Uh, Thank you very much for continuing to support the podcast. I really do appreciate it. This was episode 125 of the Phil Swallow podcast. Take care, and I'll speak to you in X number of days.